guys. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Ellie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. We were inspired to learn about the journeys of normal people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices, from physical to emotional to spiritual, to figure out what wellness means to them and what works for them. We aren't doctors or experts, just average ladies figuring out how to live our best lives while tackling topics all across the wellness spectrum. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we in our community share our courageous wellness. Today on the podcast, we have Kerrigan Behrens, the co-founder of Sagely Naturals. Sagely Naturals provides a variety of CBD products derived from organic and non-GMO hemp to provide relief, recovery, and tranquility. Today, we discuss Kerrigan's personal journey to entrepreneurship and CBD after using it to alleviate chronic back pain. We also discuss what CBD actually is, how to use it, and how to create a cleaner holistic routine. We hope you enjoy the episode. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you for joining us today. So, thank you. So just to begin, um, we want to jump into your personal journey and how you found CBD. But actually, just to begin, for anybody listening, what is CBD? So <laughs> that we can start with that and then lead into your journey too. Yeah, of course. It's always good to start with the basics. <laughs> yeah. Um, so CBD is short for cannabidiol and cannabidiol is a compound that comes from the cannabis plant. Um, so taking even a step further, a lot of people don't know the difference between hemp and marijuana Mm -hmm. and hemp and marijuana are both part of the cannabis sativa L plant species. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you think about like an orange and a lemon, they're both citrus hemp and marijuana are both cannabis. Um, but there's actually a legal difference. So in order to be hemp, which is now considered just an agricultural plant Mm -hmm. in the United States, it's not illegal. It has to have less than 0.3% THC. Mm. Okay. So back to this idea of, you know, a compound coming from the cannabis plant, which is called a cannabinoid. THC is the best known of them. And probably a lot of people are familiar with THC Mm because that's the one that Mm -hmm. gets you high. And then CBD is now, I would say, the second best-known cannabinoid, um, and it's becoming well-known because it has a lot of therapeutic benefits that are associated with the cannabis plant, but actually no highs, so no mm. psychoactive effects whatsoever. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. That sort of is like a great, great explanation for, <laughs> even for us, like I'm aware of what it is, but to sort of break it down in that way is helpful, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because some people don't know if there's the difference between THC and CBD. And yeah. if you're going to buy something in the store with CBD in it, are you going to get high? Yeah. <laughs> Et cetera. So um, can you give us a little bit of your background and how, you know, now you're co-founder of Sagely, which is Sagely Naturals, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. is your company, and um, which is a CBD based product, Mm -hmm. product line, but can you 
tell us how you as an individual became interested in this and maybe a little bit of your own sort of background? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I actually had a very traditional career background. Um, After college, I went into finance. I worked for a very traditional investment bank in New York City. Mm -hmm. And um, I worked in hedge fund financing, which is very boring (laughs) to talk about. Um, You know, loved how fast paced the industry was. I was there during the market crash of 2008. Mm -hmm. So it was an exciting job, but Mm -hmm. my heart was never in finance. Um, And I actually was always really passionate about food. Mm -hmm. So I left the investment bank and I went to business school. And while I was in business school, um, actually just down the street at UCLA, mm-hmm. I, um, took two internships in, uh, brand management for restaurant groups. So wow. I worked for Wolfgang Puck and then I worked for Taco Bell. Oh, so wow. Kind of the high and low yeah. of the food scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, fine and fast. Yes. <laughs> and, um, there just realized that I, I loved marketing um, still was very passionate about food. Obviously, it's a very different thing selling, you know, a really gourmet mm. brand like Wolfgang Puck than it is something like Taco Bell, where right. you're talking about things like chalupas. <laughs> um, but uh, at the end of the day, what I loved about it was it it's serving people through yeah. food. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole different conversation, whether you're getting nutrition from something like mm. a Taco Bell, but um, food makes people happy. And yeah. And so that was a lot more satisfying than my career in finance. Um, so while I was in school, I was introduced to my co-founder, Kaylee, who strangely had the exact same career background. Wow. So she had gone into investment banking after college and then also had gone into the restaurant industry. Um, while I had done marketing, she had done operations. And so when we met, we just instantly had a million things to talk about Um, and very quickly within, you know, a few weeks of knowing each other, I actually started talking to her about maybe starting one of these businesses that we had, um, worked on in in business school. So I had written a business plan and she thought that it was interesting. Um, so we started thinking about maybe we could raise money for this business. And then, um, that was the first time that I tried CBD. Mm. So I had been dealing with lower back pain for Mm -hmm. many years and, um, like you had a a health journey, I had gone to chiropractors, orthopedic surgeons, Mm -hmm. um, acupuncture, pretty much everything under the sun to Mm -hmm. try to figure out why, you know, at the age of 30, my lower back hurt every day. It Mm -hmm. didn't, you know, people suggested I go to therapy. It was like... (laughs) everything under the sun. Um, but then when I had, um, the MRIs done, it was like, there was nothing really wrong with my back. And anyway, it was a long and frustrating process. And Mm -hmm. along the way, I ended up basically giving myself an ulcer from all of the Advil that I was taking. Um, you know, and of course some of the surgeons were giving me, um, Vicodin, which never reacted well with me. Um, and so the first time a friend offered me some CBD, I had heard of it, but had never actually been in contact with it. And this Mm. was in 2015. So the marijuana world in California was still medical. You know, Mm -hmm. you had to get your prescription to get cannabis at a dispensary. And, um, so I jumped the first time I was offered it and it was 
truly a life-changing experience. Mm. It not only helped with my lower back, but I also felt less stressed. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, and that next week I decided I need to get my cannabis prescription. Um, it's not that I had been anti-marijuana before, but it really wasn't a part of my mm. adult life. Uh-huh. Um, and so the first time I went to a dispensary, it was an eye-opening experience. Mm. Um, and I didn't find what I was looking for. I really just wanted CBD. I wasn't interested in, you know, a cookie that had a bunch of THC and maybe a little bit of CBD. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really want to have to get high at all in order to get that same feeling that I had had the first time I tried CBD. So, um, that was the point at which I said to Kaylee, um, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I really think we should start a cannabis business. And Mm. she grew up in Chicago. Um, I grew up in LA. She was like, my parents warned me about people like you. <laughs> um, and, but very quickly she went and got her prescription and she saw the exact same thing that I did. And she was interested in, um, using CBD because she was going through what we now call the medicine cabinet makeover, mm-hmm. which is, um, that, you know, you start this process of looking at natural and organic with your refrigerator because that's just what people know. Yeah. They know you should look for organic foods or natural foods whenever you can, unprocessed foods. Um, but then it extends and you start to think about, well, how does this apply to my personal care products yeah. or to the medicine that I take without thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. And both of us were the type of people that would just pop an Advil whenever we mm-hmm. felt the need. And it's no surprise, like Advil works really well, um, yeah. but it does have side effects. Yeah. and. So when she discovered that CBD could be this natural alternative for her, um, that became a passion point. So between my passion for the ingredient and how effective it was, and then Kaylee's passion for natural, um, that was sort of like the seed of Mm -hmm. the brand that we ended up starting. That's so cool. I love that you guys came to find what you knew that you wanted to create this business together, but like you were still seeking maybe what it was going to be. And then it was through your own experiences or like, this is it. Yeah. You know, that like, that realization was like, this has helped us. And now we want to share it. With exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it so- was very powerful moment when we both realized how many lives this ingredient could change. Yeah. Um, you know, CBD, you, like you explained, you know, um, I think so people still might be a little confused, right? Like, can you buy it anywhere? Is it legal in all 50 states? Can you go to the grocery store? Like, do you have to go, you know, how can you access it? And is it the same as hemp oil? Cause you also hear hemp oil, CBD interchangeably a lot. Yeah. So many good questions. <laughs> um, so let's start with, uh, is it legal? Yeah. Um, the, president actually signed into law, um, something that Congress drafted at December, 2018. So very, very recently, Mm. um, something called the farm bill that made hemp and all of its derivatives legal. So Mm -hmm. even though hemp had been legal for years before, you know, you could go to whole foods and buy hemp protein powder. Yeah. Yeah. There was a question about whether CBD itself was legal Mm -hmm. because, CBD can come from marijuana or hemp. And, um, the way that the previous law had been written, it actually made things pretty confusing Yeah, because 
even today, CBD from marijuana is not federally legal. Mm. And I should have probably mentioned this earlier, but both marijuana and hemp can produce CBD. Mm -hmm. Um, Hemp is actually the better plant to derive it from Mm. because there's more CBD in hemp. Okay. So the concentration would just be higher. Exactly. And the strains of hemp that we use are cultivated so that they have really high amounts of CBD. So Mm -hmm. you end up with a lot less waste. Um, it's not the same hemp plant that Mm. you would use to make protein powder. It's actually, um, one that's been bred so that it has more of the therapeutic Mm. compounds in it. Okay. Um, so today, um, it's not as easy as saying CBD is legal in all 50 States Mm. because even when Congress passed that bill, um, the states were given the right to Mm. create their own laws. Mm -hmm. So there actually are some states in the U.S. where the local um, legislature has said, we don't want CBD. Or if Mm. if we have CBD, then it has to be regulated a very certain way. So like in Indiana, for example, we're allowed to sell CBD, and we do, but we actually have to do like very specific labeling and testing just Mm. to be able to sell there. So um, I think your next question was, where can you find it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, how do you access it? <laughs> so the easiest place to access it is online. Yeah. There are a lot of brands that sell on their websites. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's been our channel from day one, mm-hmm. sagelynaturals.com. It's the easiest way to find our products, especially mm-hmm. because you may not live near yeah. a store where it's sold. Yeah. Um, but the really exciting thing about this law passing in December is that it meant that a lot of retailers that weren't comfortable before selling CBD are now selling CBD. So actually you can find our products, um, in places like Neiman Marcus, as well as CBS. Oh, wow. So cool. All over the spectrum. That's yes, so wonderful. That's exciting. So accessible to so many different people, yeah. which is so important. Can you tell us a little bit about Sagely Naturals and what types of products you guys offer? Yeah. So When we started the brand, we knew that it was going to be a brand new ingredient for people. In Mm -hmm. 2015, it wasn't in every blog and Mm -hmm. every coffee shop. Um, I feel like in LA now you can find it on most, you know, Mm -hmm. corners. Yeah. Or in your latte. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so in 2015, no one had heard of it. And when we told people we were starting a business, um, around CBD, people They didn't say you're crazy, but they were like, I've never heard of that. Like, how are you going to get people to try that? So (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, just crazy, but, um, we did a lot of research and what we figured out was that people are actually very comfortable with the cannabis plant. Now it's not as much stigma as I thought that there would be. Mm -hmm. Um, the key was that people just don't like getting high. So that was the thing that shocked me because the research was actually done at UCLA. So here we are in LA and you Mm -hmm. think people are pretty liberal here and pretty adventurous. And, um, actually 80% of the people that we surveyed said that they just didn't like getting high. Mm. So the beautiful thing about CBD is that it provides the medical benefits of cannabis without that high. Mm. Um, and so it was very important when we were creating Sagely Naturals that, it felt like a very familiar and approachable brand. Mm-hmm. Um, we started with a lotion because we didn't want to have a vape pen yeah. or a tincture, which a lot of people don't even know 
what a tincture is unless they use homeopathic remedies right. regularly. Um, but you know, a lotion is something we all have in our medicine cabinets. Yeah. yeah. And so back to that idea of the medicine cabinet makeover, um, our goal was to provide natural but effective alternatives to products that you would find in your medicine cabinet. So we started with the relief and recovery cream, which has this amazing cooling feeling when you apply it. Um, you can, you know, almost like feel it right away because there's essential peppermint oil and menthol. Um, and that was just our test. Like we started the business with our savings Mm -hmm. and we couldn't afford to do, you know, 10 products. So we started with one just to see if anyone would buy it. And to our happy surprise, we sold out and then we're able to just grow the business from there. So now we have, um, two uh collections um one is called relief and recovery the other is called tranquility Mm -hmm. and um as of april 10th we'll be offering um our newest collection which is called dream well which is to help you dream well oh i like that i know a lot of people have had um sort of results in their sleep Mm -hmm. and their rest by using cbd yeah, it's really interesting um, the way that it works for sleep. Um, it actually, C- CBD in general helps to regulate our central nervous system mm-hmm. and something called the endocannabinoid system, which okay. um, helps regulate mood and in general just um, allows your body to maintain balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sleep-wake cycle is related to the endocannabinoid system. So um, what preliminary research is showing is that it can actually help to um get you like a deeper night's sleep it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily put you to sleep sleep, yeah um which is kind of an important distinction because some people are looking for that like right and so with that in mind we actually for the supplements for that line um we combined it with melatonin because melatonin does give you that um that you know boost like that you need to get yeah. to sleep, but it doesn't necessarily help you get like a, a restful sleep. A deep, yeah, exactly. a deep sleep. Yeah. I find that I've taken melatonin before and it'll help me go down, but like I could be awake in a few hours kind um, of thing. Yeah. So, so you've touched on this, but to go even deeper, what is CBD good for? You know, like you said, it's for pain, it's for relaxation, relaxation um, stress management. I know I've really enjoyed it to help like my anxiety. Um, but could it be for upset stomach or like, is it something you could take throughout the day or is it more of something you want to take, um, in the evening? You know, how does it, how is it used like in the day to day for someone who wants to incorporate life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for upset stomach, um, there is some preliminary, um, indication that it can help with digestion, but I've never seen anything specifically for upset stomach. Um, but as far as just how you would incorporate CBD into your life, the best way really is just through experimentation Mm. and treating it like it's a vitamin. Mm. So, um, a, a lot of people, and you know, we talked about Advil before, like you expect when you take a pill or, um, when you use a product that it's going to just like work immediately. And that's one thing that we kind of have to retrain people when you're talking about like herbal supplements. Right. Um, yeah, it doesn't work immediately. No, like (laughs) it has to build up in your system and it's the exact same way for CBD. You may actually have a deficiency, um, of cannabinoids in your body 
And so um, for some people, it may actually work right away. And for other people, it may take a week of continued use. Um, But what we always recommend to people is that they experiment with time of day and with dosage. Mm. Um, One of the frustrating things about this industry is that the government, um, before they made it legal in December, actually prevented research on mm. the plant oh, because they were wow. just lumping it in with marijuana wow. and it's actually still um, illegal to, to study marijuana because it's considered a schedule one drug. And I think that's going to change very soon, Yeah. but um, with a lack of research, then you have a really hard time telling people, okay, well, if you're using it for this, you need this much. Yeah. So really the best we can do is tell people um, start with a consistent dose every day Um, try like our capsules are 10 milligrams. So Mm -hmm. try 10 milligrams every day for a week. Um, try it in the morning or try it at night. Like Mm -hmm. don't mix it up. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that week, you'll have a really good sense of whether it did what you wanted it to do. Um, if you're not feeling the effects as much as you would like, then we recommend taking an additional capsule. So getting up to 20 milligrams. Mm Okay. Um, and what's funny is it, really doesn't matter like how tall you are or what you weigh. I actually take more CBD than my husband and he's, you know, a bigger person than I am. So, um, it, it really just depends on your system, which is why like experimenting helps. Yeah. Your own bio individuality. Yeah. So it's important. And it influences sort of even just in the way that like people respond to food differently, you know, and it's like we all have a different sort of body chemistry. But I I do, I think what you mentioned as well is so interesting and important because we are all so focused, especially right now, especially in Los Angeles and like the food that's in our refrigerator and, you know, like the dirty dozen list and all of these things. But, you know, what we have in our medicine cabinet is just as important. Actually, our skin too is our largest organ. And I know so many people who just pop Advil and Tylenol like regularly with such like mindlessness and you know to be able to offer natural replacements is so wonderful so how do you ensure it's natural you know how how do you guys make sure it is natural is all cbd natural or is it could it be contaminated with other yeah (laughs) yeah because you guys are um your product lines are you use hemp that is um organic and non-gmo right in the way that you grow it yeah source it um so i always want to be totally transparent yeah the um the department of agriculture actually doesn't allow hemp to be officially certified or as organic yet for the same reason that i was explaining before like the government almost just pretended like hemp was marijuana for Mm -hmm. the last few years um now that it's been made legal they're already looking at like, okay, how do we make this a certified organic plant? So officially it's not certified organic, but it's grown in the style of organic farming practices. Which, you know what, there's a lot of like local farms too in California, everywhere that have organic practices, but the certification process is so complex and expensive and expensive that sometimes it's not worth it for them to, to become certified. And it doesn't mean they're not practicing and growing in that way. Yeah. So, um, yes, the hemp oil that we use is grown outdoors without pesticides. Mm -hmm. That's a really key Mm -hmm. point because hemp is, um, uh, like a very, um, I mean, it's 
adapts to its environment. It soaks up everything that's in the soil. So if you grow it with pesticides, it's very hard to ensure that the finished product has no pesticides. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, being grown in the United States, um, we visit our farmers in Kentucky and Colorado. Um, we have a relationship with them. Um, and so knowing the source is really important. Uh Um, and then, so that product itself, you could argue is natural, like just oil that's been extracted from the hemp plant. That's natural. Um, you asked a really good question earlier, which I forgot to answer, which was, um, what's the difference between hemp oil and CBD oil? The, the key word to look out for is whether it says hemp seed oil Mm. or whether it says, um, like hemp extract oil Mm. or, um, cannabinoid rich Mm. hemp oil, hemp seed oil actually contains no CBD. So in the beauty industry right now, there are a lot of products that are being put on the market that are made with hemp seed oil, which is moisturizing and it has, um, benefits for the skin. Like it's an antioxidant, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have any of those benefits that we talked about before, as far as like pain, stress, that's really coming from the cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. So you want to look for an oil that says CBD or says hemp extract. Okay. Um, and then in order to ensure that the finished products are natural, we don't use um, parabens, PEGs, sulfates, synthetic fragrances. Um, basically, anything that we add to the product, we want to ensure contains only um, honest ingredients. Mm, I like beautiful. that. Yeah. That's so awesome. So what is your favorite... Do you have a favorite product? I'm sure you like love them all, but like, which ones do you use in your kind of everyday routine? Yeah, I, I do have a favorite. I know I'm not supposed to have favorites, but, um, the one that I use every day without fail is the CBD plus stress blend capsule, which is Mm -hmm. part of our tranquility collection. Mm -hmm. And it's this amazing blend of, um, adaptogens like ashwagandha, Mm -hmm. um, herbs like holy basil, um, magnolia bark, things that are known for their stress relieving properties. Uh Um, so combined with the CBD, it's, it's amazing. So that's my daily. All right. Oh, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to (laughs) try. It sounds so good. Um, what has it been like building a business? You know, what have been, I guess, like the peaks and the pits along the way of this journey? You know, it's crazy because 2015 is not that long ago at all. (laughs) It feels like it is. (laughs) So to be, you know, here today, you know, how has it been building your brand? It's been a very exciting process. Mm -hmm. Um, Also a really hard one. Mm -hmm. I'm really used to working hard as is my business partner, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you get good training when you work for an investment bank, but I've still never worked harder in my life. Yeah. I think, um, what people don't realize about being an entrepreneur is that you really never get to turn off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think like the only, I've, maybe out of the last three years I've taken like maybe two weeks actually off, like where I'm not mm-hmm. answering emails and, yeah. you know, even on my honeymoon, I was answering emails because, there's just, especially at the beginning of a business, no one else yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, Kaylee, my business partner has a baby and, um, another one on the way. And wow. the first one, it was just still the two of us. So, yeah. um, this time around we have employees, which is amazing. Um, but you know, there are just some things that only the two of us still can, can do. do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as far as, you know, peaks and valleys, I mean, uh, nothing better than getting feedback from Mm -hmm. our 
consumers who love our products. Like that's at the end of a hard, long day, Mm. what makes me feel really good about what we're doing. Um, and then as far as, you know, the valleys, um, working in an industry that is still emerging as far as legality, Mm -hmm. that's hard because you take a step forward and then you take two steps back Mm -hmm. and then you hope that you take another step forward soon. Um, there does seem to be a lot of complications. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure. Especially with like just legislature changing so frequently too. Yeah. You know, sometimes obviously like the most recent like law that was passed, um, is in your favor, which is great, but I'm sure there's so much, yeah, I'm sure there's so much sort of stuff to navigate in that arena. And can you sell, so now you can sell in all 50 states from your website or, um, there are still some states where we don't feel comfortable Mm. because of, um, just seizures, for example, Mm. like we've heard of in local stores where, the police will go in and they'll take the products off the shelf. Wow. That's like mind boggling to me because it seems like such a waste of yeah, like law enforcement time <laughs> and energy. Yeah. Um, but you know, totally there's, there's a lot of sort of misconceptions about so many things, but also this product, which helps so many people, yeah. right? Like that's the thing you know, of course you're not getting high from CBD and it is something that you can take every single day and naturally reduce your stress or your pain or, you know, whatever the ailment is that you have. But even like when it comes to cancer patients, right. Or people who are really sick, who maybe need to get high the the medicinal. And I don't even smoke. (laughs) CBD was like the first, like that's why I was so confused when I first found CBD because I didn't want to get high. I was like, oh, I don't want the head feeling, you know? So I don't, I don't have a desire to get high, but I can still see the benefit of somebody who would need to for enjoyment or medical reasons, right? right? Well, it's interesting. It's such a stigma. I know. And we're like California people. (laughs) And so I'm sure we have a different perception than maybe a lot of the country, but it's like when you also live in a state that like once it's been legalized, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like nothing like f- nothing happens that's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like things don't go crazy or whatever. If anything, <laughs> it's just like more revenue for the state in yeah. tax dollars. Yeah. So it's like, it's just funny sort of the perception of like, what's it going to do if people can like legally get high? But we can nothing. legally drink and we can legally smoke cigarettes. So I, 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 <laughs> this I, is another conversation for another episode. But basically we, we love your product and we want it to be sold in all 50 states and everywhere. Well, it just seems like the love. It seems like a lot of like, especially because it's a non psychotropic thing. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of, um, sort of controversy over something that's not really that controversial. Yeah. You know? Well, I think it's only a matter of time before yeah. it is fully accessible and um, the fact that the retailers that I mentioned before are selling yes. it now is a big deal because it's showing people um you know who may not live in LA and have CBD lattes at every <laughs> coffee shop that like this is a product that's normal and yeah. worth trying and I think the yeah. interest is there it's just the access needs to be there too yeah can you take too much is that something that people, you know, when they're trying to figure out their right dosage, mm-hmm. is that something they should be like conscious of? So as far as the concept of like an overdose, mm-hmm. 
there's no such thing yeah. that we know of so far as a CBD overdose. Mm-hmm. And um, there's actually a pharmaceutical now that's been approved by the FDA that has um, CBD. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they approved its safety for yeah. sale um, for actually for kids with epilepsy. So, wow. you know, and when it's a drug for children, it's even more stringent. Yeah. Um, so as far as overdose, no, but interestingly, there is such a thing as, um, what, what we like to call the Goldilocks effect. Mm-hmm. So, um, usually you think that more is better. Um, and in this particular instance, more isn't always better just from an efficacy standpoint. Mm-hmm. So once you find that dose that's right for you, you should actually just stick to that dose. Mm-hmm. The good news is there's actually no tolerance that builds for CBD. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a lot of people think that there is because THC can develop a tolerance. Yeah. So for people who do smoke, they will notice over time that some, you know, particular dose that used to work for them no longer works as right. well. They'll need more of it to get the They'll same need effect. More. Exactly. But with CBD, there's no tolerance. So okay. once you find that correct dose, you want to actually stick to that because when you take more, it's not that it's going to be harmful. It's just that it might not actually give you the same effects that mm. you were getting before. Okay. So it is about saying. getting that like perfect sort of dose for That's you. Yeah. yeah. And that makes sense. You know, even I see a nutritionist and she gives me all these like homeopathic vitamins, but she, she straight up tells me, she's like, you're not taking like a Xanax. You're not taking yeah. a pill that's going to, you have to consistently take it yeah. to feel the full effects of it. So, um, it's an investment in your health essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Can you talk a little bit, I know this is like jumping back, but you're talking about being an entrepreneur and having this business, which is a few years old. Yeah. Um, so I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's a newer business, although I'm sure it's felt like a lifetime. <laughs> um, but you have a partner in mm-hmm. this and, you know, Eric and I are always interested in this when we, when we interview people who are part of a partner, like a business partnership, yeah. um, we've even interviewed couples that work together, which is sort of oh, like gosh. its own, yeah, its own thing. But, um, how does that work? How do you two, especially like, you know, a few years in now balance the responsibilities and like, how do you make sure that you're communicating? Do you have Mm -hmm. any, anything to like say or speak on that partnership and, and what goes into making a successful entrepreneurial partnership? Yeah, that's such a great question. And one that I probably will think about for the rest of our, Mm -hmm. you know, business partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, we're very lucky in that we have really complementary skills. So, um, at the beginning there were decisions that we would make together, um, you know, forming the brand she wanted to be involved, um, and choosing our first supplier. I wanted to be involved, Mm -hmm. but really, um, I love marketing and she loves operations and she's also just better at finance than I am. Um, and so, very early on, we knew what our roles were. And I think as far as like the harmony of our partnership, that's been one of the biggest blessings is Mm -hmm. that, um, we don't try to step on each other's toes and we give each other deference to make decisions where it's our own domain. Um, I think that's where things can be problematic for partners who, um, who like doing the same things because then no one feels like they get the final say. Um, so that's one thing. Um, and then, you know, it's interesting because, um, we, we do disagree a lot. Um, but at the end of the day, we also know that 
we are, that our partnership is the most important relationship for the business. And whether it's, um, you know, being unified from a strategic standpoint, or as we think about like how the team grows, Mm -hmm. um, nothing is more important than us being, um, on good terms. And so, um, I think it helps that we, we like each other a lot. Um, but you know, it's, it doesn't mean you never have like fights. It's Mm -hmm. just remembering that, um, the fight comes from you both wanting what's best for the business. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think another thing that really helps us is that we're both, um, we both work really hard. So Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being in a partnership where, um, I felt like I was working harder or vice versa. I think that would create a lot of resentment, but, um, you know, to, to start a business, you really just have to be willing to make it sort of first. And, um, and I mean, she still finds time for her family and I still find time for mine, but, um, we both want the same things. So I think that's what's really the most important. Yeah. The core at the end of the day is that yeah. you have the same, the same goal and mission for the company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, the, the part you said about like disagreements or arguments, <laughs> it's so someone, it was actually, I think about a couple, but, but it's a marriage in a different it way. Is. Partnership. But this was, um, and I actually told my husband this after I heard it. Cause I was like, this is such great advice for a partnership, but it reminded me of it when you're talking about the fighting or disagreements, but it's just about remembering you're on the same team. So even totally. when you're yeah. fighting, like, I forget where I heard this, but I think the couple like pauses and they go, Hey, same team. Right. And I was like, that's so like powerful in a moment of disagreement to be like, we're on the same yeah. team here. We so play for the, we play for that. like the same that. side. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, same team, yeah. you know? So, um, and as this, you know, dynamic business woman with a booming business, how do you find time to take care of yourself? You know, what does your self care practice look like in your day to day? I'm always so embarrassed to answer this question. Um, I think what my definition of wellness was five years ago is very different than it is today. Um, and a lot of that has to do with just the fact that I still deal with pretty chronic pain. Yeah. So five years ago, I would have said, um, you know, you need to work out to be healthy Um, and my definition of working out was like going to a soul cycle class or doing something really intense. Um, and now like, I can't really do intense workouts. Um, but I love taking my dog for walks Mm -hmm. outside. And, um, so I do think, you know, being outside is a really important piece. Um, the number one thing for me is sleep. Mm, I always prioritize getting a good night's sleep. Um, sometimes stress <laughs> makes it yeah. not as good of a night's sleep as I yeah. want it to be. But, um, yeah, I find as long as I get consistent sleep, then I don't get sick as often. Um, I have more energy. I actually stopped drinking caffeine about a year ago mm-hmm. and it was really hard at first, but then I realized when I got enough sleep, I didn't need it quite mm-hmm. as much. Um, so yeah, I try to eat healthy during the week. I splurge on the weekends. Um, I guess that's about balance. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's always interesting because I find so many times, right, the busy you are, the, the less you can take care of yourself. Yeah. Even though you have a brand that's all about wellness yeah, and yeah. prioritizing your own care, it's, it is hard to do that because you're juggling 
a million different things, but that's, I think sleep <laughs> yeah. is like the most important part of that's anybody's self-care. I feel like that's our number one too, <laughs> tries to be. Sometimes it doesn't always work. Sometimes but it's impossible. Yeah. We notice that like we have, we tell all these wellness stories and um, so much of it is about self-care, especially the more responsibility you take on in your life, the more you need to make sure like you're doing okay um, so that you can handle it or are equipped to handle it. But interestingly enough, it's always like the first thing to go out the window, you know? And so it's just something that's like, in a way, even like growing this has helped us be so much more conscious of taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Which is not an easy thing sometimes. No. So, um, So we ask all our guests as we start to wrap up, in your journey, and it can be it can be about it can be about CBD, it can be about entrepreneurship, it can be about your own sort of health and wellness. Do you have any particular books or podcasts that you listen to, or something that stands out as far as like um, content that has been inspirational to you? Um, I, I do listen to How I Built This yeah. <laughs> with Guy Raz. Just hearing other entrepreneur stories, I find there's usually at least one takeaway from each Mm -hmm. episode that I think, um, oh, I could be doing a better job of that. Or yeah, that sounds exactly like something we did. Or, you know, um, a recent one that I listened to was actually the soul cycle episode. And there was a piece in there about how they actually went to see this like therapist slash business coach to ensure that their relationship was really strong as mm-hmm. co-founders. Oh, yeah. um, and I talked to Kaylee about it. <laughs> I was like, this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. We should try something like this. Um, so yeah, I love that show. Yeah. So, that's so amazing. And so um, what is your vision for where Sagely will, like what is your grand vision for your business, for your company, for your customers? <laughs> what is your vision? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, that the sky is the limit for what CBD can do to, um, support whole self wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, it's good for the mind and body. And so, um, you know, we're still in early days. A lot of people haven't even tried CBD yet, Yeah. but I know when people do that, they'll have similar experiences to the one that I did. And, um, so I, I have a lot of hope that we can, um, really like one by one actually knock out that medicine cabinet, um, with, you know, cannabinoid based products. So CBD is one of over a hundred cannabinoids. Um, and it's just right now the one that people are talking about, but that doesn't mean that we're only ever going to make CBD products. Mm -hmm. We're already starting to look at other cannabinoids like Mm -hmm. CBN and CBG, and they each have their own benefits. So, Um, it's still early days, but, um, yeah, I don't think of us as a CBD brand as much as I do, um, you know, a wellness brand that leverages the power of the cannabis plant. That's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Where can everybody find, um, your products? Where can they find you online? If they want to buy something. If they want to follow you on Instagram, where can everyone find you? Thank you for asking. Uh, sagelynaturals.com is the easiest place to find our products. Um, our handle is at sagelynaturals on Instagram. And then you can find us in, um, select stores, um, for places like Neiman Marcus, CVS, as well as, um, some local places in LA, like Air, Air One and Lassen's. Oh, awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Karen.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.